I'm Shotzi Blackheart, and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is Smack It, Smack our it. weekly SmackDown Live recap and review show. I'm your host, Corey Smith, in the Diamond Studio with my two special co-hosts, the CWROGs. Joining me first today is rocking the red and gray sweater. Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger style. Like, I feel like I just get this. I get that reference like every time I wear this. It's a very comfortable sweater. I'm Michael Vergara, by the way. How are you today, sir? You know, it's just, uh, I, it's just one of those days, you know. It's, just, it's raining. I'm hungover. Monica watched about I watched wrestling. <laughs> I watched a lot of wrestling today. Yeah. Um, I still need to watch more wrestling. Uh, because, That's true. Yeah. But That's true. the good thing about tonight is that there's only one episode of NXT UK this week. Yeah, it's uh, it was a taping. I mean, yeah, they're all tapings, but it was uh, I think here it was pre takeover. Yeah. But also joining us in the Diamond Studio is the third C W R O G, the one that makes the Holy Trinity, City Wrestling J. Jose is here. Also, out of everybody here, the the person who got the furthest in that uh, sports <clears throat> HQ yeah. thing we did before the show, question twelve. That will be posted at the end of the show if you want to listen you to it. You got question 12 wrong. I can't believe I got that Ric Flair question wrong. I mean, I got that uh, Royal Rumble question wrong. <laughs> I always thought Ric Flair was number two, but he was I number three. I beat all the beef. That's all right. Yeah. I beat the beef. Anyway. You guys don't have to keep counting how many times I say beef, by the way. I won't I won't say it today. Well, like yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised that Noah actually counted. You know what? When there's When there's beef to be dealt out, there's beef to be dealt out. I, I kept I track of. <laughs> you know what? Uh, but like you said, Jose, Michael, how are you guys today? I'm Corey Smith, and we are in the Diamond Studio. My day is pretty good. Um, I, stormy, stormy day. Yeah, I had to do laundry, which kind of sucked. I held off yesterday. Mm. I almost got my ass kicked by uh, some uh, some young lady at the laundromat. Oh, no. It's an all-too-common problem. Do? I almost said, excuse me, and she said, mother effa, I'm going to slap you in your motherfucking face if you run over my goddamn toe. That does not sound like a pleasant experience. <laughs> not at all. I was just like, oh, what do I do? Because this lady's like, and like once I got more into it, like she's obviously, like she's younger and a little tough. and Feisty. Feisty. You, but you, also. You don't think you could take her? But also, I think something was like. Mentally wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like to where <coughs> she can still fight if she wanted to. Happens but, to the yeah, best of us, Corey. Yeah. Um, because, yeah. But so I just kept my mouth shut and I just, Okay. Thank you. I said thank you. I appreciate you let, for letting me know. I don't appreciate this conversation. There you go. Well, all right. You know what I do appreciate? Is me wasting my free life, my extra life on Trivia HQ or that, HQ Trivia. That and how you could find this show, Smack It, and all of our other shows on SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio or the plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications, including iTunes, Google, Stitcher, CastBox, and many Many more. I think fucking Castbox or uh, SoundCloud's best way. That's our home. Yeah, it's our home. We're coming back to KCSF too, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, back on KCSF. Back next on week. that rotation. So, guys, if you want to hear around the clock, good, just radio content, I might say this is the best radio show KCSF has ever done. It's the longest episodic, episodic, episodic. Yes, I ep- like Sonic. Episonic. I like Sonic. <laughs> he runs fast. Uh, episode, or show on KCSF, City Wrestling Radio. 
Um, but guys, yeah, download uh, the TuneIn app and follow KCSF because you know we got music uh, and you know just a bunch of cool stuff. A bunch of we cool personalities. The, we missed the diamond cutter on Lauren, didn't we? We did. Oh. We cut it off. That's because we were disappointed because we lost. Yeah. So we're gonna go from the diamond cutter to the diamond studio. I'm not sure if we explained this before, but before just before we're recording, we played a round of WWE HQ or an H- HQ did a, HQ Sports HQ Sports did a round mostly on WWE trivia. And, um, you know, I thought this is going to be so easy. Everything in the top's turvy. But, of course, I it got was. There was this one question for me in particular where who was one of the f- – who's the f- – out of everybody here, who was the first to win at the Royal Rumble as the first two – one of the first two entrants. Right. And uh, I always thought Ric Flair entered at number two with the Royal well, we Rumble. We know Rey Mysterio from last night. They couldn't stop mentioning the fact that he was number two and won the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Who, who was the second person? <laughs> and we had three options. We had uh, Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. We had what was it? Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels and Vince McMahon. And Vince McMahon we, was number two. And then, yeah, thought it was Ric Flair. We're all yeah. Rumble nineteen ninety nine. I think. Yep, it was him and Austin. Wow. Okay, I just pulled yeah. out of my house. I mean, it had to be either like somewhere in that time. But yeah, it was. Uh, I just thought Ric Flair was first. You know, I, I thought he was second. No, no, no. I know he first, was, first in, the, in yeah. the first two entrants. I got you. Yeah. Uh, but, but we'll so, get over it. And the people can, who won that fucking round got 21 cents, so I'm not too bothered. And yeah, you can, you can yeah. listen to all that action at the end of the show, you know, if you want to stick around. and There you go. And see the diamond cutter. Yeah. See the diamond cut. Well, uh, yeah. We didn't get to. It's Anyways. Fun. You won't uh, even get to see it. This if is, you Also, if you want to stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio and all of our shows, updates on uh, uh, shows, indie shows around the Bay Area, and like you know, just other stuff. I feel like posting. You know, yeah. just cool wrestling general knowledge. Follow us at CWR four and five Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Let's not waste any time. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Uh, not a lot of news. I got one news. You got one piece of news. Let's get right into it with uh, Michael's piece of news. Michael. Well, Chris Jericho, as you may have heard of him as Y two J, signed with AEW. Yes, more AEW. News. I, I set my the clock on my computer back, the dates back, just because of Y two J. Yes, um, he went into detail on about his entire signing and just his overall experience post WWE, post WWE, and his just the general journey he's been going through as a mm-hmm. plane. Um, I'm reading this off. I'm reading this rundown off. Uh, a user off the Reset Era Wrestling thread. This is off a user called Ryu Hazuki. I'm just going to read his or her breakdown over this. And he says, "What basically what Chris Jericho's been saying in his podcast, he says, he says not working for anyone but Vince in the U.S. was true at the time. Said Greatest Royal Rumble was one of his biggest paydays ever. Uh, Vince was on board for Jericho versus Omega in New Japan, but was more hesitant, hesitant about a three-match deal he signed. Pitched Rollins versus Jericho for the SummerSlam to Vince. Wait, for SummerSlam to Vince. WWE IC champ versus New Japan IC champ and never heard back. Vince never called him back about it and says Vince not calling him back was a theme. Uh, He wanted NXT for the Jericho Cruise, but they declined. ROH accepted and he became friends with the Young Bucks. Uh, says Tony Khan provided Jet for the all-in show that he needed due to the Fozzie show on the same night, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, original AEW offer blew his mind, almost NHL offer that he never had before, which is like... That's like such a dream, though, as a wrestling fan. Like, at that point, you're like, some wrestling, hey, dude, I, I, know I need to get from here to here. Can yeah. you help me? Like, yeah, I, I got you. Tony Khan. 
just making it work. Uh, started questioning his WWE commitments because he was having so much fun in main event attention in New Japan, the cruise, etc. Thought his feud with Kevin Owens was great, but was disappointed in the payoff due to it being number two on the Mania card. Said going back to that in WWE and doing list stuff wouldn't make sense after his goth character in New Japan. Said he spoke to Impact as there's guys he'd like to work like uh, Johnny Impact, Cage, Swan, and really considered it, but the Tony Khan offer made him think twice. Said AEW is showing him respect and has a lot of faith in him. Says it won't matter what he does in WWE, but in AEW it does, and it does, and that excites him. He said he's on good terms with Vince, and it was amicable. Considers Vince a friend. Vince knew before anyone he was going to AEW. No real counter offer was made by WWE. Says there's a reason for it, but won't go into it. Says AEW is a three-year deal, but says he hopes to do stuff in New Japan Pro Wrestling too. Can't wrestle anywhere else. Says that. Says they didn't announce everything at the rally, but other surprises are coming. Says big TV stations have been in discussion for months and months and months. Believes there will be a very big television deal announced very soon. Uh, puts over AEW talent salivating a wrestling hangman. And uh, yeah, he's just super excited about everything that's going his way. And we should be too. Sure. That's... that's Kinda Jericho, work. it's gonna be fun at all in our all elite wrestling. Yeah, um, it's just it's one of those things. It's like we just you want to wait and see. Yeah, it's just cool, but we'll, we'll see what happens. You want something a little bit more tangible until you can especially finally really get thing, excited about it. And I feel like that started with me with the rally, honestly. With the yeah, um, it's just it's one of those things. It's like they're not until they have a show. And when's their next show? When's their actual first? Double show? or nothing. I think is in May. May. Yeah, it's in May. May 25th. I thought it was April. No, May 25th. No, I thought their second show was in May 25th. No, May 25th is Double or Nothing. Okay. Because that's the one I was talking about back and forth. At, okay. I'm in L.A. that time, and it's in Las Vegas. So it's, te- it's technically I could do it, but... It'd be a nightmare. It would be a, a, An a American fu- nightmare. Shit. I mean, weed's legal in both states, so it'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, it's, it's just a personal preference. Uh, yeah, no, we'll see what happens. Um, but until then, it's like, are we going to see any of these guys wrestle? Anywhere, I like, mean, maybe. Or are these guys guys gonna take like five months off? Yeah, or right. Four months off. Yeah. You know? Also, there's news about um. Didn't he turn down an impact offer too? No, he didn't. Well, yeah, but like a big impact offer. But then AEW like offered him more, so he just took that instead. Contact. Yep. Oh no, I have I have paid there. vacation for these guys. And um, you guys hear about that uh that Roosh signing? Yeah, we t- me and uh, well, we talked about it yesterday a little bit until we got distracted on the show on the raw okay. review yeah. but yeah roosh is signing to ring of honor yeah mlw is they just got man they got they got effed in the a and that yeah and that deal. He, he'll still be able to compete in cmll because cmll does have a working relationship with ring of honor and also new japan Pro. so Wrestling. really they just have it out for court bauer <laughs> yeah um so we'll probably see roosh wrestle in uh more some more times in new japan too then so cool. i think beside I th- and i think he's repl- roosh is now replaced by la park in some event that I'm not really sure about. But yes, yeah, Laparca. And yeah, that. Shane Strickland, uh, free agent. That'd be cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, you guys know how we were talking about Revival earlier? Say on, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't. I was thinking about reporting that, but I also hear I think it's we kind talk. of bullshit. Well, word everyone's the, talking about it today. Word around the campfire is they're not asking for the release. They're asking to, to go be to, relegated. To NXT. Yeah. That's what I heard. Um, that's what Brian Alvarez is talking about today on Wrestling Observer. I'm a fan of relegation. They're, they're really, ta- they're, but then like, come on, like, I guess they're really, they're willing to take that pay cut. Well, they don't know. They probably don't get a pay cut because the contract is a contract. That's true. But if then they, you're if they going have a contract, to NXT. If they and have a gonna, contract. If you, because I feel like if you're going to NXT, you're going to get paid NXT money. But if it's in the. Not if the contract is. 
set in stone. You know, what but I mean? then we don't know what's in the contract. Yeah, there. No. Could, I mean, there could be some sort of lawyer talk. Well, the whole thing is that the contract is up, right? So I guess they could negotiate. So listen, we'll go to yeah. NXT, but we want seventy five percent of our salary. We don't want NXT salary. We want Bobby Roode money in NXT. There you go. Uh, because I heard he got paid way like triple what they usually get paid. What, and NXT? He did, yeah. Significant. Like yeah, 75000 The credits. NXT to WWE bump is significant. No, 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 no. Bobby Roode in NXT got paid significantly more than oh. all the NXT um, roster members. God, imagining. Hindsight 2020, but imagine like paying Bobby Roode three times. And look where he is right now. Well, I mean, he's the, the Raw Tag Team Champion. He's a champion. Um, he was good in NXT. Yeah. You know, you know, it's funny you say about the revival. You know, everyone's talking about it. They asked for their release today. It's okay, but if they ask for their release, it's fine. They can leave. Because you know who's coming back to um, to, to WWE? Who's coming you know back? Who's cleared? Who's coming back? Cosplay Inc. themselves. Oh, nice. The Bludgeon <sighs> Brothers are coming back to WWE. Former WWE SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Bludgeon Brothers have been cleared to return to WWE action and will be back on the road as soon as Tuesday SmackDown live taping in no. Wichita, Kansas. Please, God, no. Uh, uh, PW Insider has confirmed. I don't know, man. I think Luke Harper is great. He is, but Cosplay Inc. as a gimmick is... I mean, as long as they wrestle matches, uh, like it's not really that much of a difference between their previous gimmicks. Mm-hmm. They just have hammers. Eric was uh, Eric Rowan was at the WWE Performance <laughs> Center earlier this week in Orlando, Florida, working towards being cleared from the bicep tear uh, that required surgery in August of 2018. He suffered the injury during the Bludgeon Brothers bout with the New Day at SummerSlam 2018 that led to the team losing on SmackDown the following Tuesday, um, a couple days later. So, I mean, at least... I don't know how to be excited about this. I'm not excited at all. Send them down to NXT. Relegation. You know what? They just If they lose that fucking gimmick, it'd be fine. Just come back as Eric Rowan and Luke Harper. Shave those beards. Just say we're just two Shave guys. Shave those sideburns. We're just two guys that like we want to kick some ass. Mm-hmm. That's fine. You just do that. and I don't know. Right? Yeah. How else would you book the Bludgeon Brothers? Like, personally, how would you book them? Personally, uh, disband them, beers. disband them, and have Luke Harper... Yeah, by himself. Yeah. Oh, and Eric Rowan beating up bullies again. Just, just split them off. Like have Eric Rowan do something else. I mean, like I, I mean, I hate to say it, but maybe get rid Universal of Universal title. No, get rid of Eric oh, Rowan. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, honestly, I, I see no value in him. You don't like Ginger as a as a performer. Um, he clearly <laughs> is holding is holding back what Luke Harper has to offer. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, but then I don't see him anywhere else. It's just, it's just not, it's just not it for me, dog. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll see. We'll wait to see what happens with the Bludgeon Brothers. But another rumored return to the WWE ring uh, that might come anytime soon, because you know, as you know, this last Monday night, Alexa Bliss uh, announced the WWE Ooh. Women's Tag Team Championships and uh, showed us off the belts. Ooh, Alexa Bliss, who was a uh, almost caught top Bliss, top Bliss, night. yeah. That was a weird segment. That was very I, weird. I know you guys. So was this week's. So was so was so 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 Mandy Rose tonight. Too. I yeah. think well, I, last night. I mean, I know you, you guys probably talked about this in like in at full at length, but uh, yeah, that that really just felt unnecessary. Actually, no. One other. I gotta cover up my love for the beef. <laughs> you know, actually, we'll we'll all talk about it later in the show. Okay. okay. Uh, but Michelle McCool may return to WWE, a WWE uh, ring. Well, you know what? She did really good uh, during the Evolution. Uh, WWE legend Michelle McCool returned to WWE at the first ever Women's Royal Rumble and then again at WWE Evolution before her return. McCool 
Uh, she did have a tag team with uh, Layla called Lay Cool. As you know, they did share the WWE Women's Championship. Free burning it? Uh, kind of free, yeah, free burning it. Uh, she's taken to Twitter and Instagram uh, to hint that a return is coming soon to WWE. She is, uh, what'd she say? She says, um, all that I got to say is that um, if uh, Layla agrees, I'll be back. Shut up. So if they get Layla back, <sighs> Lay Cool can be back. They can be holding those. Lay Cool versus Lita and Trish, WrestleMania. That's, that's not very exciting. That's not fresh. And that's fresh. <laughs> Anyways. Any, any other news, guys? I don't think we have a, lot, a whole lot of news today. Mm, I don't have any. No, I don't think so. Michael? No. Have you beat that Tetris level yet? What? I'm kidding. What? I'm kidding. Ah, hardy, har, har. Let's get into SmackDown, guys. Let's talk about SmackDown. What did you guys think of SmackDown overall? Uh, this was actually one of their poorer shows. I think you think so. Yeah. I mean, there were some good overall. Stuff. So, uh, Jose, what do you think of SmackDown? Um, not the best uh, swing and connection. I would say you know it's a double. Yeah. It wasn't a home run. It was all right. It was all right. It was all right. And uh, you said, Michael, you were saying it, you, it didn't really stick out to you. No, I thought it was a fairly mediocre episode. Yeah, the whole Mandy Rose thing with the with the towel and everything, and Jimmy, it was just it didn't seem like natural. It just was fucking stupid. I can't even say anything else. Yeah, no, it's just and there was a lack of a main event. Don't you think? Oh God, it was it wasn't really it was a main just event. Filler, honestly, yeah. it just like it looked like it was designed. Everything about that last segment was just designed for me to just change the channel. It, it was the main event. The, uh, oh, the birthday, the birthday thing. Miz versus the birthday Yeah, I think I thought it was really nice of the Miz to like wish you know somebody a happy birthday. He yeah. came off as a really nice person in he this did. segment. He did. Like he's but, um, just like you know you're you're my friend, you're my partner, you're my colleague. I work with you every week. I, I hope they're not sending this up to be a swerve. Happy birthday. Yeah. You know you, what they should have done? Beautiful they Capricorn. They should have flip flopped the segments. The Cien Almas Mysterio match. With this segment, they had flip flop those. Oh, yeah. like, this would have been a dope show. But I also feel like they wanted to give them as much time as they possibly can. And if you relegate that to main event, they would have to like there be more pressure to bring it home. Okay, I got all you. the while yeah. at the top of the second hour, they can like they can go overboard without you know stopping the show altogether. Sure, sure. They still have it can have a the potential of that match was met by starting at the top of the hour. And you could always stretch that birthday yeah. segment or cut it down. Yeah, and they I can't do it. overruns, so I they had it. to they had to fit that in. And so, you know, how long was that birthday segment? Like ten minutes? So. No, it was longer than that. Yeah, it felt long. The match was like seven minutes. It was four minutes. The match? Like officially. Well the with the was... with the aftermath of the match too. Yeah. Um so SmackDown Live kicked off. Where were we last night? Memphis? No, we weren't in Memphis. Uh, we're Birmingham. Birmingham. Birmingham, Memphis. Birmingham, Alabama. We kicked off with Becky Lynch pulling up into the arena. Uh, while Kayla, she's waiting there uh, to ask Becky a very important question. She says, "Becky, how are you going to deal with Oscar at the upcoming your upcoming match with her at the Royal Rumble? I've been how, waiting how, all day." Yeah, how'd you know it was Kayla? I mean, I, I just, had no clue. They I, need to put I saw her. Thirds. I saw her one time, and I just thought she was cute, so I just so, remembered. Wait, who's then? Who's Dasha? Dasha. Yeah, what? Dasha's the one. She's she, at two hundred five live. She, yeah, she looks a little that. bit more like. She has less of an expression. She's even more of a robot. I'm yeah, sorry. Dasha's Dasha's a uh, uh, robot. A WWE Tron. Kayla has at least some personality when like, her questioning. Like Dasha's like the equivalent to the the Fox football robot. 
Cletus? Yeah, Cletus. She's the equivalent to that. <laughs> and know. didn't AJ call Charlie Charles? No, uh, um, Seth Rollins did. Seth Rollins did. He's okay, the same guy. But he's been doing that for a few weeks uh-huh. now. He's Let like, me what? tell you something, Charles. Let me tell you something, Charles. Um, we kicked off with Becky Lynch. She said, you know, you've been waiting all day to ask me that question, really. I'm going to go answer in the ring. And then walking past, she, yeah. The return, <laughs> Heavy Machinery, is on SmackDown Live. Well, they're on both shows, that, you know, yeah. as we know. The fresh faces. guys are doing their more Marvel MCU cameo bits. Yeah. You know, they're like the post credits um, stuff. This I thought this was really funny. So you got Otis Dozovich and Tucker Knight making this really disgusting protein shake with the New Day. Uh, the New Day, I guess, have pancakes again. Yes, I thought they weren't gonna have pancakes. Yeah, anymore. I thought they were feeding her pancake mixed, uncooked pancakes. Uh, That's yeah. what I thought at first. Yeah. So it's like tuna, eggs, and pancakes, and eggs with the shell. And uh, you know, he's, Otis is like, yeah, mix it up, Tucky. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the New Day's, no, what do you, no, it's disgusting. I'm not going to drink that. And then Becky Lynch walks up. And the funniest thing, my funniest moment of this is when Xavier yep. Woods is standing there yep. and his yep. jacket just pops open uh-huh. and he's got a Becky Lynch shirt underneath. Well, he oh unzips it. He's like, zip. And, uh, and she, she takes a look at the protein shake, takes a sip of it and says, no, she doesn't take a sip of it. Uh, she takes a she, gulp. Yeah. It says a well, little, they, they, did you notice they cut away from the the mixer? Oh yeah, and you notice how it was like chocolate too yeah. when they handed it to her. It was her favorite protein shake. Yeah, it probably was like an action. Yeah. And they were like, "No, we're making this for they're everybody." Giving her a dead boy fitness or something. Um, it's a bit weak. She says, "Bit weak." What makes something weak? A protein shake. Yeah. What makes a shake weak? Uh, like, I guess not enough protein. Too much sugar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Too much sugar. I mean, if they, if I were to think, if I were to assume someone in the WWE roster would put too much sugar in, in anything, it would be heavy machinery. Right? Uh, well, I mean, oh yeah, Otis. Still, I feel like they'd all be they're very games. high energy. They they put like extra fat in there, yeah. but they had tuna, so tuna's very healthy. Yeah, it's the chicken of the sea, they might say. Uh, pollo de mar, yeah. as some would say, um, but you know. Let's see. Let's move on. Um, where are we at? Uh, Becky then goes into the ring. Uh, help me out, guys. I'm not the only one here. And does, does Becky the does Becky have Japanese writing on the back of her jacket? Yeah, she did. And she did. does it say the man? If I it, hope. If I hope it the does, guy does. If it, if it does, she does. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, she's like Seth Rollins without his shirt. He has like a Riley Reed tattoo back in the back of his uh back. Yeah, yeah, dude. It was it was badass. I loved it. I love that jacket. I want that jacket for myself. Yeah. Uh, so then Becky comes I'm out. I'm sure you'll be able to buy it, Corey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it'll be like the same shitty material, like the Finn, Finn Balor jacket was made out of like some plastic leather. Uh, um, Halloween costume exactly. leather. Uh, she comes out and says, all the superstars <clears throat> have been, uh, she says, have have been. <coughs> Look, she had a pretty cool promo. I mean, it was kind of cool. <laughs> I don't know why my fucking autocorrect on my computer messes me up. I type too fast. I never relook uh. at it. Uh, she comes out and says, all the other superstars have been looking at me. They're trying to, they're basically, they're all trying to get over like I did, but it's not that easy being the man because right. I, I have delivered every single time. And, uh, and Oscar, you know, she walked into, she said, want to talk about hype. Oscar walked into WrestleMania as the unbeatable uh, machine. And she left uh, as a, as a broken, it's a broken mm-hmm. nightmare. I to guess. someone that I've been beating up for months up and up and down the world. Yeah. Uh, that's when Oscar comes out and Oscar kind of starts yelling at her in English saying buzz like be no sting he says yeah you buzz like uh, bubble bee with no sting um, she says at the after the rumble you won't be living in Charlotte's shadow anymore you'll be living under mine and that's when yeah, right, well, before, before before that I thought this was a 
a rather poor showing of Oscar's mic skills, which, you know, her accent is always going to hold her back, is going to be, or like the language barrier is always going to hold her back. And I just Aha, think, but I think they fix it later. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you, but I yeah. think, but I think it was, it just didn't, this segment kind of just didn't do her any favors in terms of them wanting to think that she can be at a main event level on the mic. And I think it just seemed kind of counterproductive. If you're going to give her this title, you're going to put her in this position and something that she's definitely not going to be successful at. And so, yeah, I, I, I thought this segment was a bit rough on Oscar's part. I mean, especially yeah. when she's especially when she's in front of the best talker, arguably in the company today. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. It, uh, it didn't really help her cause. Uh, yeah. So then, uh, the Iconics come out, and she, uh, Becky, they basically just talk a bunch of crap. Like, we're going to win the women's tag titles. Standard Iconics. Yeah. I mean, I don't have to go. They've kind of fallen off, too. Definitely. Well, you need screen time to stay on point. Um, they uh, they still like win them. the women's, women's tag team championships. And um, basically, Becky challenges uh, one of them to a match. Mm-hmm. And we get Peyton Royce versus Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch still in her street clothes for this match, too. I thought I thought she looked real cool. I, I, like, really I cool. honestly wish like this was pro- this would be her ring gear. I want a Becky like, Lynch street fight now with her like dressed like that. <laughs> with yeah. her hands I taped. She really fat badass. Hands taped, yeah. Like kind of like looking like Dean Ambrose. Like oh, but the sleeves like kind of like, rolled up or cut off. Yeah. Oh, that no, leave bad. her. No, leave her hands untouched. Just have her have those pants and the, uh, that shirt, the but tank, little, but little like, but a little like, uh, you know, battle ready. I mm-hmm. might say mm-hmm. a I little know. white lace underneath. Just, just give her the Roman Reigns vest. There you go. I'll oh. fix it. Uh, so Becky versus Peyton. Like I said, Becky's still in a street gear. Uh, start off with a fucking throat punch to Peyton Royce. That was awesome. Just uh, out of the blue. Uh, Lacey Evans is, uh, for some reason, watching backstage. Does anybody get hint of Nikki Bella when they look at Lacey Evans? I get a hint of racism. Sure, okay. That, well, I, that aside. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go as far as to say racism, but definitely white privilege. Yeah. Sure, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but it, she's very similar to Nikki for some reason. Like, I, I don't they, know if They're built the, pretty the similarly, too. Yeah. They're both she, she's kind just of blonde. Um, uh, muscular. They're mm-hmm. both pretty muscular and, you know, top-heavy. Mm-hmm. Eventually, we get a disarmor to Peyton Royce. <laughs> And uh, Becky Lynch wins by submission after the match. Oscar gets in the ring. And hold starts... on, hold on, hold on. Did you guys see that weird reverse tarantula that Peyton Royce hit on Becky during no. the break? It was pretty cool. Okay, damn. The, the, she was on the outside of the ropes and had had her like in the tarantula kind. Of. Okay, nice. It, it was yeah, it was a cool move. Thought I'd bring that up. After the match, uh, Oscar gets in the ring, starts screaming on the mic in Japanese, uh, basically challenging. Uh, the other member of the Iconics, Billy Kay, to a match, and Billy Kay tries to get away. That's when Oscar brings her back in. They have an impromptu match, and Oscar wins. Uh, she tries to disarm her of herself on uh, Billy Kay, and then she eventually wins with the Oscar lock. Okay, see, here's the thing. Uh, contrary to what Michael thought about her promo skills, I thought this promo she cut yeah. was super awesome. When Just she speaks Japanese, she speaks Japanese. sounds... Like she Legit. gives a fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's and passionate, you, charismatic. Yeah, yeah. And you got the message that she was conveying. Is Becky, you took way too long with these broads. Yeah. Watch me annihilate this one yeah. in seconds flat. That's why sub. That's why watching anime subtitles will always be the uh, the superior choice. Yeah. So I, I thought, or just have someone at commentary, like have Corey Grace just say, "No, I'm a translator." Yeah. Like, um, what's his name? Uh, Charles Stapleton or what? State. What's the guy in New Japan? The translator guy, uh, the nerd, Chris Charlton. Yeah, the nerd, Chris Charlton. Yeah, that would make total sense. Yeah, but then what? Would the, how would that feel for the live audience? <laughs> That's true. That's the one thing is like, 
is it's that tough. The, the it's live a tough audience, they start wetting her. I think they started wetting her like for a split second last night. Yeah, that's yeah. and it's always bullshit when they do that. You think she McMahon's yeah. gonna hear that automatically? <laughs> do you think Oscar would benefit from a from, from uh, would benefit with a manager? Totally. But who do you who do you have in mind? Paul Heyman. Uh, I don't think Paul Heyman's a good fit, and I I was Leo I, Rush. No, no. Ma- Maria Canellis. Like as much as I give like crap. As much as like Paul Ellery, as much as like uh, you know, a hit or miss Naomi is on the mic or just in general, mm-hmm. um, I feel like she could be a pretty good like number two to Oscar. But well, they I tried think that, that. kind of just yeah, like I, they, yeah, that's why. Did I, you like, did you dig that team. little time they were together? Yeah, um, I mean Paige, Jimmy Hart, Paige, um, listen here, boy, <laughs> Oscar, come down there and kick your that, ass. But that might be a little whatever. Whatever. I like Paul Ellering. That's cool. But mm-hmm. then, like, I feel like Oscar having a number two. Actually, like thinking about it, would just kind of dilute Oscar. It would. She would. She would need like a, a manager specific to her. Yeah. yeah. It's it's it shouldn't be this hard either. Like for Oscar, like again, like we say this a million times. But look what happened to her in NXT. Look what they did to her for NXT. Yeah. Like they didn't give her a note. They yeah. didn't give her a lot of mic time. But she still she was still the star that she had mm-hmm. been, she had been perceived to be. So. We'll see. Put her in business suits like they did in NXT. That was dope. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and when she retired? Before her, she retired. In her business suits? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then after this, AJ Styles' music just hits all of a sudden. and AJ Rollins? He just he just comes AJ out. AJ Styles, come on now. AJ Rollins, the same character. They're an amalgamation of each other. Oh, that's like that. Not really, dude. They, they, they kind of dropped exactly that whole animal thing. thing like a rock at this point. Animal thing? You know where? Remember when Vince McMahon went up to AJ Styles like mm. an animal, <laughs> like they kind of just dropped that. And I and went then, up to Rollins and I was like, "Hey, Rollins, what's going on here?" Yeah, and then like he he, it and it also kind of bleeds into that whole Monday Night Raw thing where Braun Strowman he rips the car door, Sorry, and yet he's honey. and then he's mad at Braun for showing quote unquote like initiative or aggressiveness to Vince, and yeah. he's mad at it. Like it's. It was. I just felt that was just super inconsistent. That's it was not it the was. right type of beef I wanted. <laughs> okay, fine. No, sell my joke. Um, but yeah, it's weird. Um, I can see where you're coming from, though, Jose. Yeah. Um, okay, so he walks around his house. Well, he built it, by the way, so he could do whatever he wants. He comes out. He. Uh, it's funny. I love how he walks down. He gives Oscar a little stare down when he walks past her. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was interesting. <clears throat> Oscar versus AJ at Mania. <coughs> Maybe could it happen? Uh, no. There was a there was a tweet going out. Um, AJ Styles is. It looks like a, <laughs> AJ Styles has the has the look of a challenger, but he has the hair of a cha- no. He has the he has the look of a challenger for the WWE Championship, but he has the hair of a challenger for the WWE Women's Championship. Yeah. <laughs> I think some, this was WWE hair Twitter account. I think that's yeah. where I got it from. But I thought that was funny. Uh, and then AJ just walks up to the concession stands through the fans. He didn't know that there was a shortcut going the other way. And uh, basically, what he said was. Uh, Freedom, USA. He didn't I have, do what I want. He didn't have to go to the. I mean, I guess they just so they want. He wanted to like have, treat the live audience of like, hey, every, hey, everybody, I'm AJ Styles. We're doing this. Yeah, like he didn't have to go to the. He went, could have just went straight to the concession. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. saying. Yeah, there, but, right but I guess it's for the live audience. So is it a coincidence that he was serving up hot dogs to the crowd, a la President Trump 
hot dogs. Oh my god, I saw, I saw that. Clemson. There was a tweet also with that where it's a picture of him with hot dogs, and there was the picture that picture with Trump yeah, and yeah. all the McDonald's. Yeah. Is this a shout to that? Is it? Oh, it can't. Be. I don't think it's, so. it's a happy coincidence. I, well, because last week the thing with uh, Daniel Bryan and the hot dog. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. But. but no. This is. I think. Very... It, I think it's a coincidence because if okay. it was, if it was a nod at it, they would have actually had hamburgers and yeah. stuff. But then, well, like just AJ Styles, he's having this super pro consumerism promo. He comes. Yeah, he comes. I says, "We do what we want here. You know, if we want to buy the t-shirts, buy my t-shirt. If you want to drink beer, you drink beer. You drink hot dogs. You drink sodas. You we eat, do. eat a beer, drink a hot dog. It's fine." I had a hard time hearing him. This looks like they put a, oh, like the a fan, microphone. The fans were screaming. They were screaming, and they put yeah. one, the I microphone on them. the camera yeah. instead of you know having like a boom or something. He started throwing his shirts, and I'm like, AJ, that's your that's, that's your money, that's your income right there. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he starts throwing shirts out to the crowd, and all of a sudden, the WWE merch guy just attacks uh, attacks AJ Styles. No, just going into business for himself. But, but oh wait, dastardly Daniel Bryan. Uh, being as fickle as he is, they these guys, these both these guys, like super went at it. They went mm-hmm. at, and then who gets covered in mustard in the end? Daniel, Daniel Bryan. Bryan. Like he got, cr- he like put through the table, and then that mustard container just straight up spills on his hoodie and jeans. Do you think like, he was like nothing oh, God, gets mustard? He's out, like, God guys. damn it! He's like, God damn it! These are my actual jeans right yeah. here. Yeah, those are his. Act- I wouldn't be surprised if those are his actual like, clothes. Paid ninety eight bucks for these. He's like, can I go back to the, like just actually wearing a trunks and a, my merch shirt? Do you know how much e cover and how many bottles of e cover that I bought from Whole Foods? I'm going to use just to remove <laughs> yeah. these mustard stains. Yeah. Off my pants. Well, in this segment, mustard was the winner because nobody could move after the, the yeah. table got destroyed. Everybody was down. Everybody was slipping. The, the, fan, the, the fans with their guards. free shirts were just like, fuck. Yeah. I just got and then there was, and then like straight up after that segment, Daniel Bryan tweeted out a fucking uh, a PETA video of how hot dogs are made. Oh my God. And then it's like, <laughs> AJ Styles forces you to eat stuff. How about, would you like to know how hot dogs are made? And it's like, it was like, I didn't watch it, but then the tweet after that, he's like I said, like I know that tweet. He's like, I'm was, sorry about like, that. Like was soup. It's soup is not appropriate for children. So <laughs> for those, for, like for those with the you know kids, mm-hmm. here's another tweet. And it's like a picture of um, Winnie Abby. the Pooh and Piglet oh, talking to each other about it. It's man, like it's, it's yeah, it was nice. I lo- I love that Daniel Bryan had the foresight to like, hey, no, you have you you guys have kids. Don't. Yeah. He's like, wait, they won't get it. They won't show it to them. I gotta make one for kids, so they will get it. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's a PETA video about how hot dogs are made. I'm sure they didn't. Pu- they they won't pull punches in that video. What do you mean? PETA takes pulls hella punches. I'm saying they're not pulling any punches. Oh, oh, okay. They're not yeah. holding back any punches. Yeah. Nice. Okay, let's move on. Uh, they fight. That was it for the. That was it for the championship. Uh, N- next yeah. we get up. Next we get uh, the Usos backstage <laughs> photo shoot. And uh, he gets a rose with a letter Jimmy U- that Jimmy Uso does a couple days before his anniversary with Naomi. Yep. So, you know, happy uh, happy early anniversary, guys, from everyone here at City Wrestling Radio, all three of us. And uh, he gets a note saying, Jimmy, I've been a naughty girl, and I need you to lock me up in the Uso penitentiary. I'll be waiting. And that's when he's, he's all excited. He goes, ooh. Naomi, you you crazy naughty girl. Nobody found it weird that he had his brother read him that note. Well, it's funny because Jay Uso's just <laughs> yeah, like, like I don't want to read. Here, like, man, read the note that my wife that wrote my wife to me. Sent me. <laughs> like then, she could have, they could have written something like real yeah naughty naughty, and I'm like, well, you know, so, 
They're twin. I brothers. guess that's how close they are. They're you know? twin brothers, dude. How much do you think they probably share with one? They probably like, tell each they're other. They're like that. Yeah, sure. They're like okay. those twins in GI Joe. If you punch that one twin in the face, the other one feels it. Exactly. <laughs> Tomax and Zayma. Yeah. Um, so then he says, <laughs> "From really remember that? It's not from Naomi, but it's from Mandy Rose." What? And then he pulls out a hotel card. He goes, "It's a hotel. Said, oh. It's a hotel card, Oos. What are you gonna do?" And Jimmy Oos has this fucking look on his face, like, "I don't know, man." I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Yeah. You're gonna go go get Naomi. You're gonna get get some food, and you're gonna go back to your hotel Here's room. The thing. You're gonna have sex with your wife on your anniversary on, for your anniversary, and you'll be fine. They could have. There's just this one massive like plot hole against. The, uh, I'll just say it right now. There's this one massive plot hole in regards to these, this in these segments, mm-hmm. and that is it's that the commentary acknowledged that they're watching this. Yes, and so it means that the cameras are on them. I have my notes say that. Yeah. later on, and later on in yeah. the show, I'm just gonna go through like when Mandy Rose is telling out her entire plan. The fucking commentators know what that is. Yet like, Naomi and Jay Uso or Jimmy <laughs> Uso don't. Yeah. Are they just too busy planning concoct the plan of? Whatever the hell they were yeah. trying to do, yeah. I it's, oh, man, and I know like, oh, you're not looking in. You just don't look into it. And I'm like, dude, no, this is in I, plain sight. Yeah, this is in plain sight. You have commentators like pointing this out for you, and like, you, I'm, you're, like, you're giving them too much credit. Like, no, I, no, I no, this isn't '98 anymore. Yeah. We're hip to yeah. game nowadays. Yeah. Uh, so then we'll get there. Jeez. We'll get there. Yeah. So welcome to the PG-13 era. Where oh yeah, we're, well they're definitely trying to like bring back the attitude era a yeah. little bit. Like. Yeah. So you know, you know how they do the those disclaimers <sighs> at the beginning of the shows? PG thirteen, some nudity, sexual situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what this it, is. It's like I, it's that like but it's that it but it's that time where it's like in nineteen ninety eight this would have been perfectly like, oh my god! Yeah, like, this would have been considered light, like kind of, like kind of hot. Like I, me as a kid, I'd been like, damn, mm-hmm. like, and but like with all the stuff available to anyone on the internet now, I yeah. can go and like find watch hours of pornography mm-hmm. if I wanted to. I don't, I don't watch pornography. I'm a good Christian boy, just like the young bucks. But you know, <laughs> I it's. <laughs> it's hard in, in, in 2019. It's hard in 2019 to, to look at something like this. But you're definitely making some noise. Yes. Yeah, yeah, making some noise always. Actually, I try to keep the noise down. Use headphones. Anyways, um, it's stupid. It was dumb. And we'll and get, we'll, and we'll we'll get, get to, more into it. Yeah. After so, this, Joe walks in. Joe, Samoa Joe walking backstage in EC3. Is uh, there looking himself in the mirror. And Samoa Joe looks at him probably like, hey, I remember you. What's up, dude? How have you been? They worked together at TNA, right? Yeah, yeah. they did. Yeah. 2015, like, yeah, back in the day. Uh, I smell bad things for EC3 in the main roster. Oh, I do, too. I think, I mean, so Bobby as, as much as a bad, bad as, as, oh, this is going to be, as bad uh, as his debut is, I do feel like there is a lot of upside to him. I can see him there having is. the Intercontinental title. I yeah. can see him having a good feud with Bobby Lashley, it's, actually. It's not going to be memorable. I think he has the makings of a, a, a very good upper-mid-level Carter, he could even go even up even further. He has the look of he can it. he can wrestle for the. He WWE has the title. adequacy in the ring. He's just adequate enough for them to. He is like, the top one percent. Yeah, I mean, I consider him like I consider he has a great look. He just needs to cut his hair a little bit because it can get pretty crazy. He did cut his Pine- hair. I know he has. He's like, but he can get pretty. I, I don't. I don't like how he cut his hair. It looks way too plain. He has now. a good look. I think AC three. Yeah, you can do things with him. Uh, next up, Kayla, our good friend Kayla, again backstage with Andrade Cien or just sorry, sorry Andrade. I don't, what what? Justin Girardi now? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm tired of saying yeah. The rest of it. I'm tired of saying. I don't like saying ten. Ten uh, almost is just too <coughs> ethnic. Uh, I just every time I say it, I have to roll my R's, and I just don't want to do that. Um. So he's just now now. It's like I'm ordering Andrade. a burrito. But 
Carnitas, <laughs> Con Pollo, uh, Andrade Cien Almas. But Andrade actually gets some time to talk this time instead he of Zelina talking. He says Rey Mysterio was his El Idolo at one point. My idol. But now, I don't know. I'm going to kick his ass. I couldn't really hear the rest yeah, of his content. Like you know, it, it's not bad. It, it came off calculated. They need to have. A, it's not bad. They need to work this towards a mask versus hair match. Yes, um, definitely. Ray versus well, or a mask versus so put your hair. mask back on. <laughs> yeah. After this, we have Mustafa Ali versus Samoa Joe. Actually, never gets started. No contest because uh, Samoa Joe is a dick. Has a dick? No, he is a dick. Oh. I mean, he does have a dick. I'm sure he does. We don't know that for sure. I've yeah. never. And if he just does, kick him. Just kick him right in the dick. Just nothing. He just Undertaker no sells. Shinsuke. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Got another opponent. Yeah. Uh, so about time he did something. Mustafa Ali comes down to the ring, and uh, like I said, Joe attacks him while he's on the ring post. Joe, um, Joe beat, throws him into a ring post a few times, actually. Yeah, it looked great, too. And then teases a powerbomb spot onto the announcer's table, but then throws him into the parricade. And then, um, yeah. So my opinion on this segment, I'm going to pull up a quote from Mustafa Ali on, the, on, his epi- on his own episode of Talk is Jericho. And I quote, the thing that blew me away was it's just the small things. Vince has always been like very positive feedback. I actually met him a few uh, met with him a few times to kind of like introduce myself and what I represent. Like, hey, I just want to let you know that this is my background. This is what I think is cool. This is how I think the company can leverage me. So I've talked to him before. And but this was the first time he gave me very specific direction and how he thought I could make money in wwe i came back and he gave me the feedback about the promo and this and that and he goes the one thing i wish you would have changed and he's like you've got to remember a guy like you you're always always fighting from under you have the rare quality to get actual empathy from the crowd that's so hard nowadays nowadays people are like ah whatever i feel like you have the ability to make actually make people go man he's really taking a beating he goes that's where you're gonna make your money because you're always fighting and he's kind of like pointing at my chest when he's saying that he goes that's how you're gonna make your money now Reading that, Vince McMahon thinks that Mustafa Ali's biggest asset is him getting his ass He's kicked. Bumping for everybody. So the pessimist, in, the pessimist in me is constantly saying that in order to make Mustafa Ali over, we're gonna kick the shit out of him. Yeah, him. which they did last night. Well, in that happened. They've done happened to, every which match, has, which yeah? has happened yeah. this match, and. I'm just going to say, like, Vince, this ain't it, Chief. Like that Fatal Five Wave a few weeks ago. Like, everyone just got their finishers off on Mustafa yeah, Ali. Yeah, yeah. So the, now's the turning point. He needs to turn around and become more offense-driven. Because, yeah. Because oh. this didn't garner any. I didn't Because I, I get the whole point of it was to garner sympathy for I mean, yeah, he got a little, he, he, Mustafa I, Ali. I, I just, like, me just being like this. Like, but he comes back in cynical wrestling smart kind of person uh, who's just like, oh no, that means they're just they're burying L- Liz, all the yeah. no. Lizzo has a really good showing at the Royal Rumble, eliminating maybe he's five pro- people. That'd he's be probably going to eliminate Samoa Joe, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, do more than just Samoa Joe. Do final, a few four. final four, final four. Can you great. imagine how much that would make Mustafa Ali if he was in the final four? He will yeah. be. Give him a good run with the uh, United States title after that too. Mm-hmm. I think because honestly, he's a perfect person to hold that United States championship. I don't yeah, know. Uh, I think he would I, have. Yeah, I think you would holding a mid somebody is like somebody like Ali. Like, I think I just have this sort of belief that like once you have that mid card title, it kind of it, it's kind of a it bogs you down. It kind of bogs you down. Mm-hmm. A that's bit, not true. Know? I mean, that's not true though because like I mean, I was even watching a video. AJ held the mid card title. Uh, the United States title for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Seth Rollins held the Intercontinental title for a while. Well, but then, it, but then it, they also treat it like they need, and he like, is like, like on Monday, like they have, we have to find a way to get you know his title off of him. It's like, and I he's like that. The person does not make the title. The, the 
like the title the, doesn't make the person. Yeah, the title should not make the person. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, what I'm saying is I think Mustafa Ali and the United States title go Wait, hand no, in hold hand. On, no, let me rechase that back. The title Ro- should Ro- make the person. The person should not make the title. I'll buy both. And so uh, giving Mustafa Ali a mid-card title belt, yeah, it could be good. I mean, these, Again, anything can be good if you try hard enough. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And but then you build them up slowly to the, the WWE title. That's, that's usually the formula you want to take is start with the mid, mid-card title. Uh, Ultimate Warrior back in the day. Intercontinental the champion. Yeah. bastard that he was, mm-hmm. he was, he was booked to be Intercontinental champion yeah. first, and then he moved on. Yeah, that's, that's you know, the formula that was used, and it's tried and true. It's just what was done before. Sorry. My day. I'm trying my Jim Cornette. I'm working oh, yeah. on it. Next up, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose backstage. And Sonya, she's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing, Mandy? You're stressing me out. <laughs> <laughs> You're stressing me out. What are you doing, Mandy? No, I love Sonya Deville. So they, they, are they teasing the turn again? I think so. I think they're teasing a break in the friendship here. Yeah. Uh, because Mandy Rose is telling her sto- her her plan to Sonya Deville. Sonya's like, You're giving your hotel room key to... It, and that's you know scandalous. There's a camera is? right there, ladies. Uh, <laughs> It's uh, you know what's really funny? I go, commentators know that this plan is hatching. I go back to that that segment. Like, I think it was like last year with Braun Strowman. I don't know who it was, but it was like the mics were on in the back. Remember, like the the tripod or like the boom mics were right there, and they were like, guys, yeah, the yeah. mics were on the entire. Oh, time. Th- that was Nia Jax and somebody. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, Alexa Bliss. Alexa, yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. And it's like, dude, what the? Fu- okay, great. It, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, so. Uh, Rose, she really hates Naomi, and she wants to make her life miserable at any cost. She wants to break up the oost truce that between <laughs> Naomi and Jimmy. That's a good one, Corey. <laughs> and when I wrote it, I liked it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, for some reason, uh, Mandy Rose is just cynical, and she's kind of a biatch. Uh, next up, Ray Mysterio, he's walking backstage, and he hears the chain link fence shaking, and he says, Nikki Cross. She says, Ray, I'll play with you. I want to play. Let's play, Ray. And it almost looked like he was like, okay, wait, hold on. What? (laughs) He was like, what the hell is going on here? Um, They need to to just put her with sanity already. Yeah. What what was that about? Hinting at her. um, I think she's above sanity at this point. No. I mean, she is. On NXT, yeah. She's the top person in sanity, but they need to put her with sanity and build sanity up. I'm just saying. Or have sanity build her up. Next up, we have more. More of our good pal Kayla backstage with Joe. Classic Joe. Uh, Joe says, he was, that was not an attack. That was a statement. And any man that declares himself a champion, I declare them a target. I am in the... Yeah. Um, I really like that line, actually. Any person who declare, declares himself a champion, I declare themselves a target. I, I do declare. I do declare. I must I, I must say. Blair St. Clair, I do declare. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Joe's always a great talker. What's more to say about him? After this, we have you the think match. think he's going to win? Uh, Rumble, Final yeah. Four. Uh, we'll see. Okay, okay. So you got Mustafa Ali, Samoa Joe, Seth Rollins. Or maybe he could be a Final Five, and Mustafa Ali gets uh, gets oh, him out. Lars Sullivan. Lars Sullivan's gonna be in. There. Apparently, they're like super unhappy with the uh, with what went down. By the way, he's really depressed. You know, I, you know, it's really fucking funny. They they don't give a shit about him posting on bodybuilding.com about these like racist and like sexist and like misogynistic. Of course, rants. they're always going to chalk it up. But as... him, but him being depressed, yeah, that's the fucking thing that pisses them off. Well, it's because he bailed on them. Exactly. So, dude, we have big plans for you. You bailed. <sighs> I mean, you... no, I think that's not so much. That's not so much that of him bailing. It's just I. They're trying. It's been reported, you know, this yeah. is very allegedly, very much alleged that We're Vince was unhappy and that Triple H is actually taking the blame on this one. 
<laughs> rather than Lars Sullivan. What was up with the um, the mm. NXT Takeover Blackpool thing after the show? Something with him and Radsey, Triple H and Radsey, and Radsey no almost asked somebody about Vince McMahon. He said, "If did you think Vince McMahon watched?" Tonight? He said, "Oh, because the fans were chanting." Did you see that, Vince? Yeah. He said, "Do you think Vince McMahon was watching?" And he says, "I like you, Radsey. Let's move on to the next question." Because he knows wow. he probably probably wasn't. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm sure Radsey was it. probably like. Okay, let's move on to the next question. Uh, let's move on to the next match, actually. Rey Mysterio versus Andrade Cien Almas. Good Cut match. Cut this mohawk, please. Cut this mohawk. Oh, I, I think it's okay. Um, it's horrible. He even, he even had a rat tail. That's I, the point, man. That's, I, that's Isn't that like a premier Mexican look? Not that I know of. Aren't rat tails in Mexico like the, sh- the shit? I, I live in San Francisco. I have no clue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jose... Come on, Mexico City on. on I mean, corner I'm, not, I'm of just saying. I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm just. <laughs> Doesn't your mom watch Spanish television? <laughs> you turn every corner in Calle 24. They might, the only might thing I ever known, too. everything I ever knew about like like Mexican fashion, quote unquote, mm-hmm. is when they had those boots that like curled up in the front and the ponchos, yeah. and, and like everybody, a... everybody was like, what? no, like the literally, they were like. They were like these boots, and they went out like cowboy boots. But then yeah. they went out and like curled in, like, like Xavier Woods, or yeah, like Xavier <laughs> Woods, or like say like the Iron Sheik did back uh-huh, in the day. Uh-huh. Um, and they were pretty bad. I always wanted a pair of those. <laughs> and like, there, there's been ones that have like. Are I, I saw uh, some bootleg boots at uh, San Jose Flea Market, and they had the Air Jordan symbol on them. Nice. <laughs> uh, so Ray Mysterio. <laughs> Uh, back to the match. Rey Mysterio versus Andrade. Um, good lucha sequence to back and forth to start the match. It's kind of hard to call these sequences. It is because they're so fast paced. It's just and like he reversed to this and to that, but that yeah. reversed into that. Yeah. Shout out to Kalisto. Good lucha sequence. Um, uh, Ray goes for a 6 and 9, but misses. Andrade goes for a hammerlock DDT, but misses. Powerbomb uh, to Ray on the outside. Andrade catches Ray off of a springboard and reverses into a DDT uh, by Ray. Uh, double knees to Ray. Kick out. Hurricane Rana. Oh, on that double knee. Did you hear uh, Graves saying Mysterio seen shadows? Was that a shout out to La Sombra? Oh, La Sombra. He, Corey that Graves means pretty... shadow in Spanish. Yeah, that's why well, Corey Graves said thank that Mysterio was seen shadows. Um, well, Corey Graves is pretty I mean, La Sombra like is that. in the theme song for Andrade Sin. Which I think is really weird. Is I mean, is that does he, own, does he own that name or does... I mean, that was his name. And the CML, CML. Do, do they own the no, name? No, uh, usually they own their own, their I mean, own usually, names. But, usually, yeah. Uh, oh, they own uh, Andrade, so Andrade. Wait a minute. I thought, but didn't like like Pentagon Jr. run into like a... That was a with Lucha Underground. Oh, that's because of Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground's an American company. Well, yeah. what about L.A. Park? Park. Like LaParca, he's LaParca. 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 LA. Maybe he's LaParca So is LaParca and L.A. Park different people? No, they're the same. No, I thought it was the same person. And then there's LaParca Jr.? Yeah, and then there was that one episode of Behold. SmackDown. I mean, not SmackDown, uh, Thunder, where you had like seventeen Leparkas surround the ring. Best. Oh, I'm saving that for wrestling show and tell. All right. oh, I completely forgot about that. Uh, it's all right. I got it this week. Uh, so let's see. Uh, two Canadian destroyers in this match. Uh, Crucifix bomb to Andrade. Six one nine to Andrade. Uh, Ray goes to the top. Um, and uh, let's see. Oh, and then doesn't Selena kind of distract the ref? Yeah. And try to not kind of like fully goes up to the apron and just yells at the ref. Like, ah, you hey, okay, so here's the thing I didn't get. So she looked like she was trying to grab Ray's leg when he ran to do the six one nine. I thought she he was, was. I thought she was just jaw jacking the ref. No, no, no. Okay, so I th- okay. So when he does the six and eight, when he's running to Andrade, she looks like she tries to reach in for Ray's leg. Yeah, and she swipes. So was oh, this whole, was yeah, this no, whole thing afterwards now. called on the spot? Was like she like fuck? I've missed my spot. Let me distract the ref real quick. Oh, maybe. Um, so that he can, you know, do was, something. Was, yeah, there was there a tranquilo spot once in this match? There was, mm-hmm. but I don't think Zelina was involved. 
Okay. I think it was just uh, um, Andrade, which I'm fine with. Yeah. It just looks weird when Zelina like gets on into mm-hmm. the ring and doesn't. Uh, then we have a draping. Uh, it's tacky. It is very tacky. Uh, we have a draping uh, corkscrew neckbreaker. Not corkscrew. Draping neckbreaker to. Oh, no. It was underhook DDT, right? Yeah. Draping underhook DDT. They called it the fucking hammerlock DDT, but it wasn't. Oh, wow. They could, they called it the fucking hammerlock DDT? They, got they said that. Thing. They said, that's the fucking hammerlock DDT <laughs> right there, motherfuckers. I was like, whoa, Byron, calm down. And then, <laughs> I'm just so excited, guys. <laughs> fucking hammerlock DDT. Uh, but Andrade gets the pin again, so no 50-50 booking. Andrade went and pins uh, Ray two weeks in a row. Yeah, good for them. Uh, this is an awesome match. I feel like it's a coming out party for uh, Andrade. Yeah, 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 totally. And you know what is kind of effed up is that these guys can't have a match like this with anyone else except each other in WWE. Well, yeah. Like, I got shades of Gor- – I mean, not like actual shade, like one-on-one, like one-on-one comparison, but I got – some Guerrero Mysterio vibes from this match, mm-hmm. like with the size difference and just the style. True, sure, yeah, definitely a little bit of a mixing of WWE style and Lucha Libre style. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I'm just saying, like if, like let's say, like if Andrade was a native English speaker, that dude could have like that. I could see him being the next Eddie Guerrero. I could see him winning the Rumble. He's not gonna win the Rumble. Uh, I think he's a year away from that. I don't think so. Kind of maybe. I don't think he's ever gonna win Shinsuke the Rumble. Won the Rumble last year. Yeah, but then like I, the timing point. was the timing was way better for him. It was, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I just think like if I don't think so. Well, you know, with I, all I, the I'll, all the hint dropping that they were doing, of Mysterio number two, and greatest match went of on, all time, went on to uh, win the Royal Rumble and the heavyweight championship. I mean, that could be a, a, it's, a rub. It's, it's the passing of the torches lately. Yeah, with I still Finn think ba- that, with John Cena to Finn Balor Monday night and Rey Mysterio mm-hmm. to Andrade uh, to I s- last night. I still think. I still think the Royal Rumble comes down to two people, in my opinion. Synonymous and no, uh, <laughs> it's 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 Rollins or Cena for me. Oh, Cena's not winning it. You don't think so? No. I can de- dude. I would love for him to Daniel. It's it's actually kind of natural. Daniel Bryan versus uh, John Cena. You got that total bells connection. Even though John Cena doesn't really want to talk about that, but um, I can definitely see that a really a really up. heated program between Brian and Cena at WrestleMania for Cena's seventeenth title win. Mm-hmm. Who do you and think? then you could have John, you could have Daniel Bryan be an absolute dickhead saying like you left us family and blah blah blah. Like they, mm-hmm. I feel like Cena can. Well, that's take why it. we kicked you out. We kicked you out of this yeah. family for a reason. I feel like, and I feel like Cena's game You're for fickle. that. He's a little bit game for that. <laughs> even Laura though Laura and Nikki Nikki Bella come out of nowhere. Yeah, like. I'm not saying that faction. I'm not saying it's going to be tasteful. The Bella, the oh, Bella no. family. It's definitely not going to be tasteful, oh, and no. I can definitely see Cena not being about it. But I can also see him being about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel you. Um, I mean, I think Cena. I think Cena is a very close front runner to me for the Rumble. But the but number one, number one top dog, I think has to be Rollins. Right? It has to be. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, you would think it kind of has to yeah. be. Or Ambrose or Drew McIntyre. Oh, McIntyre, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think McIntyre is there yet. Drew fucking McIntyre. You're, no matter how many times they're pushing him, I don't think he's your there time yet. is up. My time is now. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on because our next segment's the best. Oh my god! Now I'm trying to stall. <laughs> Jimmy Uso for some reason. <coughs> but okay, so this was like you know when uh, you 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 have a girlfriend or a partner and you're just like never. You know when you have a partner and you get a text from someone, it's like, hey, and then you're like, I wish they, I wish they didn't have this situation. I'm just gonna hit them back up to be like, this isn't right. Hey, you know what I mean? Just, yeah. this, I just want to see what they say. 
hey, what's up? You yeah, know? it's like kind of like a dare kind of thing. Exactly. So he goes to the he goes to the hotel and he goes in there. And he says, you know, we uh, can't be. He brought a camera crew with him. Well, it's because there is a camera crew on the outside. Wait, watch Jimmy him walk down the hall. brought the camera crew. No, or the no. camera crew went followed him. No, it's just the WWE. Camera oh, crew. yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know. But, but keep then, going. Keep but, going. <laughs> okay. So then uh, Mandy Rose, she's like, come on, we can. Let's, what's up? What's up? What's going on? He's like, we put can't laundry, do this. by the way. He's like, we can't do this. He's like holding his hand out for like five minutes. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So there's a camera on the outside watching Jimmy walk down the hall. Yeah. Then he opens the door. Weirdly, by the way, because he pulled up on the handle, but that's beside the point. So he goes inside and there's already a camera watching him walk in. So you so can only cameras on. There's two. There's two parties involved with the camera. Yes, you got Mandy. You got the cameraman for Mandy Rose is doing, and you mm-hmm. got the cameraman for WWE is doing. Not Jimmy Uso's doing, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, He never acknowledged this once. Yeah. And then for some reason they can see this one cameraman who runs in and takes a picture of them. What? <laughs> this is a WrestleMania main event feud. I want the cameramen fighting each other. <laughs> the cameraman. It's already a three way uh, fight right now. Yeah, because uh. there's the, the one in the bathroom, the one inside the room, and the one outside the hotel room. Jesus Christ! So then he she, he's like, "What well, you really gonna do this, Mandy? Because somebody ran in, and took a picture of them, and ran away. And what is this? But this video evidence. <laughs> what I know. I know. I know. I. It, and it, there's video fucking evidence of it's always Mandy like, Rose telling out ironing out the yeah, entire plan. Yeah, it's just like when fucking somebody cheats to win in a match. It's like there's we're being filmed. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, uh, so Mandy then, Rose comes shows up in lingerie. She's like, yeah, no, whatever. And it's fucking stupid because I, I have no doubt in my mind. I mean, okay, no, oh, this is the weird part. This is the weird part about me. Like, this is no, not me. But um, <laughs> these two, the Raw and SmackDown. You got that uh, to, uh, the Alexa Bliss topless segment, right? Yeah. You got the Mandy Rose um, lingerie segment, and you could definitely we're definitely talking about oh PG thirteen, PG thirteen, PG thirteen. But really, post wrestling, uh, this other podcast that I listen to, I say these people know you know, cheater. Um, they John Pollock mentioned that he believes the reason why these are going on in consecutive days is because they want to pop a YouTube rating, YouTube views. Because uh, did yeah, you I look? That. You go. That. On the WWE YouTube channel? It was like 14 million views last night or something, I'm going to look up the view count for Alexa Bliss's topless thing. It was stupid, too. 4.2 million views. Okay. Out of every single segment of Monday Night Raw that night, that got the most views out of all. And look at the thumbnail. It's her, you know, doing the Mm -hmm. thing. And then I'm looking at the view count for that that segment for the lingerie thing. 1.5 1.5 million views, and that was 21 hours ago. And what's yeah. diff- what's a different thing from SmackDown? Another another clip from SmackDown, a random clip. A uh, Rey Mysterio versus Andrade, um, 300k. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jimmy Uso gets the key to Mandy Rose's hotel room, 300k. Okay. Oscar, yeah, everything. Okay, coast to coast, Shane, coast to coast. Well, uh, yeah. Well, no, the, the Miz versus Sheamus, 700k. Wow. Oh wow. Um, the bar crashes. Shane. Yeah. So it's. Honestly, it's not so much like Vince just stroking his fan, stroking his blonde fantasy. Stroking yeah. my beef. I mean, he he could kill two birds with one stone on this. Yeah, yeah, totally. But it, I honestly feel like those John Pollock, his assessment of these are here to pop a YouTube mm-hmm. like view, YouTube view rating is. I think there's there's meat into that. Yeah. Okay. Just don't be so lazy about it. It was it's Alexa Bliss super was super lazy. This was yeah. more effort put into it. This but it was, was stupid just, effort. This it was, was super pointless. Yeah. No, it, there was effort put into it, but it, it was, was effort put into the Mandy Rose thing. But like, it was there's a yeah, reason yeah. why she's that's bad. what I'm saying. Yeah. But, but there was it was all the wrong effort. Like literally, they had two women. Okay, so the segment was um, she said like 
I'm going to take Naomi out. I hate you. I'm going to destroy your, your Oostroos. And then <laughs> he, he's like, oh, okay. You, Never going to get tired of that. We're, you, whatever. Here's my wife. Here's my wife. Shut up. <laughs> uh, take that back. Naomi runs in, and she has, like, this neon <coughs> bodysuit. She reminds me of the, the chick from Glow at that point. Yeah. Um, she runs in and beat. they have a whole brawl. And then Naomi gets her ass kicked. She does. So you have two women in a bedroom brawl, and one of them's in lingerie. Mm-hmm. How fucking like behind the times is this segment? Yeah. And then the, the person with the lingerie wins. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mandy Rose gets away, and she like she successfully puts <laughs> down. We're wearing the the arguably the least comfortable, especially compared to Naomi, who was in full ring. Oh, here. dude, I felt bad for Mandy. I was like, she probably felt like she was gonna pop out of those those fucking those little. Oh, she was taped down very well. Well, I know, but um, you know they what? Don't want, they at don't least, want another Brie Bella. At least the fight was quality. Like back in the nineties, this fight would have been horrible. Ah. It just had you know, just for pop. They actually had a legit fight. Yeah, but that's the best thing that came out of this segment is just you know the five it was seconds, absurd. Everything five about seconds this that was they absurd. that they brawled. I'll be honest though, I, I couldn't take my eyes off it. Yeah, just yeah. being and Mandy a Rose fucking... is a very attractive individual. They've they've nailed that. So is Naomi. Uh, next up, we have uh, Shane McMahon. His birthday bash. He's a Capricorn. He's he's born yesterday. Happy birthday, know. Vince's big wet son. Um, <laughs> okay, but they do pump up the the women's tag titles. Yeah, like right my, after. Right they after. They recap that the lingerie. And, and this is my assessment of that. It's it's a unified tag title, right? Yeah, yeah. They're pushing. Good lord, can you imagine if it wasn't? Yeah. Like look yeah, at the state of SmackDown. They, they don't have enough it's a cluster. For yeah, but I think they're kind of. <coughs> Gearing towards a unified women's champion, Becky. <clears throat> and I hope to see that happen soon. I could see it <clears throat> eventually. God, we're all just coughing now. Um, I could see it happening, especially if uh, Ronda or Charlotte wins something. You know, some sort of unification at Rumble. We unify the titles, unify the tag titles and that title. And then I think keep the Intercontinental and Universal. You I get- say dump the Universal. Uh, dump the Universe, all of it. Just the whole universe starts from scratch. Just Thanos. half of it, yeah. Snap. Uh, so, like oh, I said, I Shane McMahon birthday bash. Uh, Miz comes down, invites Shane down to the ring. Um, he has two cakes in the ring for him, and then gives him a pair of Jordan thirty threes. And uh, he looked super psyched about this. By the way. Well, this seemed like a total product placement because he was like, "Oh, with laceless technology, I'll be able to sure do some training in no time. I'll be secured down into the shoe." Like, and like to a point where, like, I'm surprised. Like, I'm surprised Shane doesn't own a pair of these already. <laughs> well, I-, I think those are his pair. Yeah, he that he's like, very good at acting. Like, or he just bought them like in the town. They're like, "Oh, yeah. can we use those?" And like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They looked real nice. And as they somebody did. who got a pair of Jordans for Christmas, I'm so jelly belly. Um, I'm not wearing them at all. No, though. I bet. Yeah, I wouldn't. Because like, look at the weather right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, then uh, apparently uh, Shane has, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, Miz opened up to Shane, and so he wants to open up to Miz. Um, he says he's always dreamed about being tag team champion ever since he was a little kid. Ever since he was yay high. And uh, my partner would have been Andre though. Yeah, my partner. By the time my partner would have been Andre, uh, but you know, but, you know, well, he's dead now. But, but you yeah, know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, then, you, but you're fine, Miz. <laughs> I uh, guess you're all right. <laughs> then, uh, Miz starts saying happy birthday to Shane. Then out come the bar, uh, Seamus and rips on Shane. Uh, he says, oh, he's, you know, yeah, such a great birthday bash. Your dad's not even here. Um, and then they make a ma- He makes a match right then and there. Seamus versus the Miz, but Miz is like, Hey, well, I'm not in ring gear. He's all right. I wasn't in ring gear a couple weeks ago, but. Miz is like the ultimate baby face here, isn't he? Yeah. He came and, off as a super, really super nice person. Uh-huh. And Shane took he the... He gave him Jordans. Shane took the turn of, of of character with Miz. 
when he, he set up the match. Yeah, he um he lightened up to him, and I and I feel like this really was a way to get Miz like over as you know as this genuine person who wants to be with Shane. What? You know you know what they're building this as It's going to be a short lived program. It's going to be a mania match, dude. Yeah, it's going to be a mania match where Miz uh, turns face and Shane goes back to heel. No, and I, I, I want this to last longer than that. I want it to go into Survivor Series as them, you know. I mean, how much longer do you want <coughs> Shane to be a part of I want them. I want them boys. I want them the it best in the world. Been around for it doesn't years. make sense for Shane to be a competitor and uh, uh It doesn't, but there's like figure. 17 McMahons back there Did, running you, both you shows. Attention, Corey? You're the authority figure. I'm the authority figure. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jose's an authority. Oh, that's right. So stop. Stop. Them. They need to stop. I don't want this. Stop. I do. I, I quit. You're I want them to be the greatest in the world tag champs yeah. for at least See, this months. is just a case of two bosses telling you to do two different things, WWE. <laughs> you got Jose telling you to do one thing, me telling you to do the other. I say go the left, the left turn because everybody sees this coming. Uh, so we see the swerve coming. We see it. We see it. It's in plain view. It's right in our view mirror, and we see it coming up on us. Make a left turn and take it somewhere else. So after this, we have uh, Sheamus versus The Miz. As I said, The Miz is wrestling in his suit, or at least, uh, well, no, he was wrestling in a suit, then he got taken out of the shirt. Looks like he's uh, working slower uh, due to the attire, because it looks like he's trying not to slip in those shoes. Yeah. Every time he's running, he's just kind of like trotting along. Uh, Cesaro gets involved um, behind the back of the ref at one point. Shane strikes down Cesaro onto a table with a cake, and then uh, Miz gets the roll-up pin on Sheamus. After the match, Sheamus tries to attack The Miz. That's when Shane helps. Mm-hmm. Uh, coast to coast to Sheamus with a cake in his face. And that was SmackDown Live. Uh, no, and then oh. uh, playfully, uh, The Miz puts some uh, birthday cake into Shane's face. Ho, ho, you dirty slime. You kicked him. Happy birthday, Shane. God, just <laughs> fuck already. Like, honestly, like they, it, like, they were building it like this, like, like tongue and cheek. about to, No, like, I say it's this not. All the time, it's Corey, not. Everything's You're about absolutely to right. But this was for a moment. For a while, remember the whole, like, can, you can, yours, he, be, can he be my partner? You, I just want your permission, Vince. I want your approval. Like it was very like tongue in cheek. Like what are you? What are you Looking doing? For your blessing. Yeah. What are you doing? Why are you? Why do you need my blessing? You know, it was just very. She can't come out to play. I always yeah. thought that was a funny line. Uh, before we get into birthdays, guys, let's... I'm gonna be late. By the way, no, you're not. You're leaving in like five minutes. How, How long does it three take minutes. to get from point A to fifteen point B? minutes? Okay. Literally. Um, uh, before we get into birthday segments, guys, as moved two hundred five live moved. We, I made a deal with WWE. Let's just go through the results real quick. Was there money involved? Because I have not seen a single dime. Of what? Never mind. No, of course not. Of course not. Well, come on. Uh, Leo Rush versus Lince Dorado. He still uh, was. It was a fun match. Uh, uh, Leo Rush got the pin on Lince Dorado after hitting a final hour after the match. Uh, Leo attacks Lince, uh, but the Luchas chase him off. Of course. You know, I want to see him with that Cruiserweight title, though. They need to have Bobby Lashley on 205 Live. Mm-hmm. But... 205 Live is just going to be... It could be his diesel. It's going to be shut down soon. Yeah, so why even bother? So why even bother? Backstage, Kayla with Noam Dar and Tony Neese. They don't like each other, and they're going to have a match. Yay. Good on them. Uh, after this... So t- it's, it is Kayla, not Dasha. No, right here is Kayla. Okay. Uh, next up, TJP. Lower thirds. <laughs> TJP backstage with Drake Maverick. Um, he wants an opportunity. <laughs> he Well, he's going to be in that... I think he might actually win that when Worlds, Coll- or Worlds Collide tournament. When Worlds Collide... Mm. <laughs> Um, that should be the theme song. That absolutely should. You, you heard about that tournament, right? Did I talk about that on the B show with you, Michael? What? Did I talk about that with you, right? On the B show, Worlds Collide tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, next up, we have all four men or all three men for the cruiserweight fatal four way at the Royal Rumble, doing a little um, 
like a little vignette trying to give them their reasons why they should be champion, why they should win right. the Cruiserweight Championship. Um, they all say they should win. Of course they do. Yeah. And then uh, the main event of uh, 205 Live, Buddy Murphy versus the debuting Umberto Carrillo. I mean, Umberto I Carrillo is cool, but I, I was kind of bummed it wasn't Raul Mendoza. I mean, I would have rather. I mean, whatever. Honestly, 205 Live is 205 Live. Honestly, you're right. I would ra- ra- rather Raul. But good for Umber- Hashtag rather Raul. Yeah. Even though Umberto Carrillo is no, is no slouch either. He looks like he's 12, though. Have you seen him um, before, Jose? No. He Does he have a mask? No, no. He used to wear a mask. He's actually the nephew of Garza, Hector Garza. Oh, yeah. I remember the, him. Um, the cousin of, of Garza Jr. Mm-hmm. And also, he was went by the name Ultima Ninja for a while. So he I know comes, that name. He has a, he has wrestling blood in him. He just does. like just like every single Mexican wrestler. Um, Buddy Murphy literally tells the the fans to not do the what chant when he comes out before the before the match. He says, "Don't you what me?" Do they because of the what? accent? No, they actually stopped. It was weird. I thought they were going to be Excuse like me. they were very respectful to the. Birmingham, Alabama was like, they're talking. Let them talk. Let the, ha- let the nice little Australian let, man have his peace. Let the theater keep going. It's just respectful to be quiet while the actors are talking. <laughs> Thanks, AJ. <laughs> uh, Korea, like I said, nephew of Garza. Uh, slower match to start to start out. The fight goes to the outside. Murphy hits uh, or slams Carrillo onto the ramp. Missile drop kick to Murphy. Back of Murphy's head. Um, after that, Murphy reverses suplex, which looks like he tweaked his left knee. But Murphy is playing... Playing possum uh, reveals that his knee is okay and gets the Murphy's Law onto Umberto, but Umberto rolls into a cradle pin for a kick out. Uh, Carrillo then mounted a comeback, uh, went to jump into the ring, but Murphy hits a V trigger Murphy's Law to Umberto, the pin and the win for Buddy Murphy. And then post match, he like subtly looks back into the ring and he kind of gives him Carrillo just a simple nod of respect. He's like, "You cool, you cool." Hmm. And like, "You're all right, mate." Good. All right. Yeah. yeah, right. Okay. That was, uh, that was that. That was that. Now we go on to birthday segments. All right. We don't have a whole lot of birthdays this week or for no. the next couple of days. Uh, today, though, the 16th is a birthday of one local performer, Stephen Tresaro, turning 30 years old, born in 1989. Hey, British Stevie. And uh, oh, are there any other special birthdays tomorrow, guys? Yes, there's one I can think of. Oh, well, who's? Sergio, I'm kidding. It's Corey Smith. Oh, shucks. Your host of CWR, turning 21 years old for the fifth time, I believe. For the so it's 100, the 11th time. Well, in a row. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate. Happy it. I, I was trying to hint at that all show, because I had a whole list of people I share a birthday with, and yeah, Muhammad Ali's birthday tomorrow too. Awesome. Happy birthday, Muhammad Ali. And Kid Rock's birthday's tomorrow. Ooh, I'm sorry. Michelle Obama. Also. Benjamin Franklin. Ooh, Al Capone. What? Zoe Deschanel. Oh, dope. <coughs> oh, wow. Well. Jake, Jake Who's Paul. Who's that girl? Who's Jake Paul? Mm. He's like an internet guy, right? Oh. Ah, dude. I don't like those guys. Let's not talk about oh, Let's set about them the better. And, uh, and, and Betty White. Happy birthday, Betty White. Oh, okay. she's I think she, she's in there. I think she's 95. She's legit. Let's yeah. see. She is legit. How old is she? She's 90. She's turning 97. Oh. Ooh. Happy birthday, Betty. All right, guys, let's get out of here for City Wrestling Radio for KCSF. I got to go for me. Corey Smith. I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. I am Rey Mysterio, the greatest wrestler, Mexican greatest wrestler. mask of all time. Greatest Mexican wrestler of all time. I'm talking about popularity. Well, yeah. As of now. Um, I'm Jose. Jose. And you're Jose. I'm we Jose. will see you on Friday with the boy, 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 Oh, yeah, we're still doing it. Still- <laughs> all right, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.
I don't know if like these uh, like again these questions could get real hard, but then I bet you there's gonna be a question where I should have known it. It's gonna be a fluky question. Wow, so many people. Fifty thousand said Wild Wild East. Sixty-seven thousand four hundred and forty-six of you knew that one. DDP, will you come back for the finisher? You want me to come back? I want you to put me in the diamond cutter. Seriously? Will you? <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. seriously? Yeah. Uh, yes, I, 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 I hope she knows what a diamond yes, cutter is. So He's like, that's yes, what I call my penis right, now. Every day. Only Mondays. Is it only Mondays? No. Rusev I mean, I, no, he doesn't even work Mondays. He's on SmackDown, yeah. Just our luck. Did you guys know that we are playing this WWE Okay, is she a fan? I'm starting to, like, does she casually watch? Like, it's, I don't want to be an armchair. I don't want to, like, armchair wrestling fan kind of thing. It happens every day. Oh, yeah. She might be. She might be like, what? is Rusev Day. 48,129 of you getting that one right. And you're trying to win that money in the bank round three. Who ended the Undertaker's 21-match okay. WrestleMania winning streak? Shawn Michaels. Looking real good here, guys. Looking real Reigns. good here. Shawn oh, yeah. No. I remember when the oh, no. Undertaker dressed as pain. That reveal blew my mind. Well, Undertaker's mania streak was so old it could legally drink. Until it was derailed by Brock Lesnar in one of the most shocking endings in wrestling history. Lesnar that really was unforgettable, honestly. Pile driver, Brock Lesnar, yes, 43,723 of you are still alive and well and moving on to round four to try to keep your streak going. One third of the way. Who was the first woman to win the Intercontinental Championship? China. China Stratus Vita. Wait, what was it? First, oh, yeah, 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 China for sure. WWE Evolution you know All-Women's uh, Pay-Per-View this past year. Jared How amazing was that? But the first and only, the ninth wonder of the world, China won the Intercontinental So, like, what was it, Lita? Oh, God, they involved cake, I remember. It's not a mixed tag match. But if you've seen Trish lately, you know she might not be done yet. China is well, the same answer with that Lita. Every match they've had, they've had together. I mean, that's why the pot is so small. What 90s ad catchphrase would the Dudley yes. Boys Ooh. yell before landing? Avoid the noise. The <laughs> <laughs> what you got me. <coughs> what was the first one? Thursday. Oh, yeah. You got mail. <laughs> Devon, you got mail. She's like, one question. avoid the noise. Fucking Michael Cole. What's up? Yes, that's the question that we are Her asking. Are More of a statement, I know. Hers? Yeah. Is she buff? Kind of. That's kind of hot. Yeah. I like that. She works out. I like that. Yeah, we are making our way to our halfway point. It's round number six. Here it is. What was the nickname of Goldust's real-life father? American Dream. The American Dream, Mr. Wonderful. Listen, baby. It was the American Dream, Death the Road. They Oh. Wonderful. What, what the other Listen, I wasn't Mr. Wonderful. I was not. I was not the rock. That's the road. Don't call hard time, baby. Okay, she did just do the hard times thing. Yeah. That was a little. Uh, oh wow, Cody. Listen, baby, that's my Cody Rhodes. There was a Cody Rhodes uh, picture. You would think that dude's like public enemy number one. Oh, these guys are yeah, I don't think. I, I mean, DDP's there, right? Somebody works at the fucking. 
round number seven. What wrestler held the WWE championship belt for the greatest combined number? I mean, right when she said ha- how long or when, what was the superstar? It was like San Martino. No more questions is there left. There's twelve altogether. Right? I know, but then how much? Uh, what question are we? This is five. Or this is seven. Yeah, this is seven. <laughs> this one isn't even close. He wins by almost double. Hogan is in second with two thousand one hundred. Oh she scared me for a second. I know. <laughs> I mean, you're not playing. I'm just. I'm. I'm, pl- I'm playing with you guys as a friend. Sorry, I'm not playing for money. twenty. I see a lot of people. Yeah. He died like last year. So like, they kind of drove that home. Drove that fact home. Like that was his greatest claim. Forty-seven of you still going here. Round eight. Here it is. What wrestler was not part of the tag team known as the New Age Outlaws? Is it baby? What's, uh, what's X Pac, baby? But maybe he was at one point. You're looking at no. If you want a better question, it should be who was Xbox partner in um, X Factor. Listen, baby, that was just incredible, Albert, baby. Who was it? Just incredible or Albert? God, these guys were so fucking over. Yeah, that's this is when like wrestling was just like at the show was just like everybody was a scumbag. <laughs> like honestly, man. Like look at that fucking crowd. Like it's literally like it, it, even when I was watching that ECW show, I was like worried that I'll get my ass kicked if I went to that show. It was the X Pac, baby. Of the new age outlaws, twenty-eight thousand two hundred and eight. Yeah, too many people. Yeah. Like, I mean, too many people it's not that hard. It really isn't though. They're about to record a podcast, baby. Now going into the final questions. Give me a midnight Can express. Can you hang? Questions? Oh, damn it. Which wrestler time. won the Royal Rumble as one of the first Rick two Flair, entrants? Right? Stone Cold Steve Austin, Rick Flair, or Vince McMahon? Yeah. Wait, wait. What? Number two. He was number two, yes, right? That's so. 30 contestants. As a number two entrant? Vince McMahon. He won that? Shawn Michaels is one of only two wrestlers to win from the number one spot. But the match doesn't start until the second competitor enters. Flair okay. won yes. from three. Austin won from five, twenty-four, and seven. Wait. Oh. Rick Flair was number three in ninety-two. It was Vince. Fuck. Yeah. I was right. Yeah, you were right, Vince. Yeah, okay. I'm using my extra life. Is the answer here? Twelve thousand. Use your extra life. Five hundred and fourteen of you getting that one right. Wow, knocking out Damn over you. fifteen Savage thousand questions. of you. As we get into our final okay. quarter. All right, here we go. Sorry, we're doing this for Jose. Got it wrong. Which event features the greatest number of turnbuckles? Survivor Series, War Games, Royal Rumble. We're in that final quarter. You gotta stay in the War Games. Don't you want that title? Royal Rumble and Survivor Series supersize the number of contestants, but only War Games supersizes the actual There's like some mark the there that like kind of knows about wrestling. I can't believe I got that. I should have known. Ric Flair was number three. War Games is the answer here at round number 10. 17,201 of you. Yeah, because he came back at the end. Yeah. Because yeah. we have two questions left. Two questions. You didn't come all the way at the end to blow it now. Here it is, round 11. What city is represented by the area code? That oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I'm such a goddamn idiot. <laughs> Fuck you, Ric Flair. Fuck you, Pat Patterson. You should have put him in number two. No, Pat Patterson booked that Rumble match. Ray reps his hometown with this move. Wow. Oh, it's the fish one. It's the fish one from last week. 
for the knockout San Diego. Damn it. That's my Pueblo. Dollars with 10,000 people. 45 of you knew that. You're still in the ring. You are still in this. Yeah, I'm not that. There's so many people. It's like this is just like throwaway HQ. You are up on the ropes. You got this quiz in the center of the mat. Can you complete the finishing move for the prize, for the glory, and for the heavyweight championship? Here it is, round 12. Which of these wrestlers was at one time considered oh my the Grand God. Slam champion in WWE? What is it? John Cena, CM I think Punk, it's CM Rob Punk. Van Dam. Because I don't think What's John Cena was tag team. team. I think don't it was Yeah, he was tag team. John, John Cena? Yeah, for Damn sure. Grand Slam is the top title. A tag title. Yeah, it's either John Cena or... Titles, oh, which now would be, be the Intercontinental. That's a good question. US belts. But back in the day, it could also be hardcore or European. The man who no, it doesn't matter as long as it's mid-card. Wow! Wow. Okay, 38,000 people. You divide that by... 1000 They they'll get like right $40. Now. There's nothing they're going to say it right now. Mm. CWR loses. The HQ trivia game. I mean, like, given the amount of time. Come on now. Yeah, 21 cents. Congratulations, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, congratulations to the winners who won 21 Okay, cents. let's give Big Al 24 24. Robert Tonelli 31. Ace Gecko. I was pulling, right. I was really pulling for Ace Gecko the entire time. Yeah, he was due. He was he was he was over, and the fans were behind him. And yeah, shall we get started? Good job. Yeah. Let's. <clears throat> In five, four, <clears throat> three, two.